Hey, welcome to episode number one of Hot and Brothered. I'm this here with... A what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And this is pretty much how it went the entirety of the first episode, so I hope you like things that are not fucking Well, we're brothers, smooth. so we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bicker. Yeah, exactly. Well, we talk about coming from the same vagina in this episode. We do talk about Johnny Weir in this episode. We ball wash Johnny Weir up and down. Um, and Vince Scully, too. And Vince Scully gets a nice little ball wash. Yeah, here, he gets so. a tiny ball wash. He's nice and clean. And then we also talk about how far you would go with a Russian security guard. So that's a nice little game that we play. I like uh, that. In the beginning of the episode I'd here. listen to that show. Yeah. Um, so if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are Hot and Brothered, H-O-T-A-N-D-B-R-T-H-E-R-E-D. Right, can you spell fucking brothered? No. I'm trying to spell it for people, so it's not like an it's no, not an ampersand. But you actually like misspelled it. You actually misspelled it. It's no, I didn't. hot and brothered. I you said missed the hot. O. You missed the O. You missed the O. The, I said B R O. No, you said B R T H. No, I said B R O. No, you got flushed. Jesus I can, Christ! I can actually it's go hot back brothered. Here. This, I can actually go. This back opening's here. supposed to be really fucking quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really quick. Either and way, hot. Okay, hey, okay, everyone, for all, and everyone, tweet at him or holy shit, let me fucking say it. Uh, so, if you want to tweet us, it's hot and brothered. So, you spell brother and then add an ED at the end. That's all you got to do for Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail. Yeah. Hot and brothered at Gmail. Hot and brothered. That's our Instagram. So, follow us there. Hopefully, we'll uh, put some more pics up there. We barely just started all of these and we'll tweet out yeah. social things. Hot and brothered. But, um, hope you hope you enjoy our show. It, let's, um, let's just get right into it now. It's super I'm evolving, and if you want to email us um, and give us topics to do, we'll we'll do it. Sure. The beat of the drums echoes in the pulse beat of the young braves. That is some uh, let your hair down music right yeah. there. That's that uh, that's uh, that's some good stuff. I really like that. I could dance to that. Yeah, I could drink it in all day. Uh, this is Hot and Brothered. Um, it's the only podcast out there that has brothers. Yes. All right. From the same exact mother. Um, that's not that. an official statement. Don't quote me on that later. Don't want to have to go through all the legalese of that. But um, <laughs> I'm Gabe Zaldivar. I'm a <laughs> pop culture lead writer for Bleacher Report. Are you? Yeah. Okay. I cool. swear. Good job. Okay. Check the Twitter. Google me if you want to. Okay. Oh, uh, it's my turn? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's where it's my turn. Uh, I'm Mike Zaldivar. I am a television editor for reality TV. Uh, you've reached us. I don't know how you've reached us. Um, we're Hot and Brothered, a new podcast um, that we're going to bring to you sports, pop culture, and just a little slice of home, I think. Yeah. I th- we're a, a couple of nerds, you know, I would say. That love isn't everyone this these days. Yeah, it's I like because er- I hate everyone's people- gluten free and everyone's nerdy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Everyone, I found that like everyone I know has a gluten allergy all yeah. of a sudden, and they're yeah. like they can't eat gluten anymore. Yeah, but what? they can do CrossFit. Oh yeah, CrossFit's completely fine for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, it is completely fine for you. But anyway, <laughs> so if you, yeah, if you're out there, 
Um, we're not necessarily anti-gluten or pro-CrossFit or vice versa, but... Um, we're just a couple of nerds that love, you know, movies, television, uh, you know, comic book movies, Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, but we also love sports. We grew up playing sports. I think we're a couple of athletes. We have athletic bodies, I would say. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm like 5'10", 5'11", yeah. two, two bills, 240. Oh, so, you looks know, good. All good. Looking good, though. I'm looking like a... Um, Oh god, what am I like? I'm like a chubby Pablo Sandoval. I like that. If you're into <laughs> that, that kind of physique, Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. like Pablo Sandoval on a bad year. Oh, like, so that was like two years ago, actually. Yeah, ago, he's like, like a like two week bender. He yeah. went to you know just let himself <laughs> go, that kind of thing. Like he was like Christian Bale getting ready for American Hustle type of Pablo Sandoval. Oh, I like that. So just okay. let himself go a little bit. Yeah, you know that's my that's my body. So okay, that's me. And I would put you as um, <sighs> I have like a weird amorphous physique. I would say there's a lot blob like. There's a lot of like a little um, Kirby r- yeah. rolls like rolls and tides. You know, it's like it's it's um, there's a lot of hills, it's hills and valleys. I would say. John Mayer was writing about you, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. Bodies a Wonderland. Yeah. That one, right? I don't feel like we actually had to say the title. Oh. Well, th- he had so many songs, I'm sure, that he wrote about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just don't want to, like, you know, walk people to the joke here. So, um, <laughs> we're off to a rousing start. and uh, We are brothers, by the way. Yeah, that, that, that is completely. That we... hot and brother, that's not just... That's not just fancy, uh, fancy footwork there on uh, on the uh, title there. No, yeah, we both came from the same place, uh-huh. um, so that's completely true. I'd rather not think about that, but no, we both completely came from the same <laughs> okay. vagina. So right, um, that's, that's enough of that. So yeah, so if you're looking for a podcast where you want that kind of thing, yeah, you want the hosts coming from the same vagina, yeah. And which is very specific, but you know what? There's there's a lot of podcasts out there. There are a lot of podcasts. You know what? I would think, statistically speaking, there's probably another podcast where the two hosts came from the same vagina. Possibly. So <laughs> and I know there's just like a wealth of podcasts out there. <laughs> there's a wealth of podcasts out there. And it's essentially like looking for porn because you can go and you can yeah, like yeah. do your little porn search. Yeah, of, you can get your Asian podcasts on. But then you mix and match. You're like, I want Asian, BBC, wife, mature. Yep, you could do those. Celebrity, amateur, reality, vintage. Vintage so, reality is where I'm at right yeah, now. I'm really into that vintage reality porn. So when you're looking at podcasts, you're going to be like, okay, I want sports, pop culture. Uh-huh. Two guys, one vagina. I like that. And that's yeah. us. Boom. Yeah. Type that into iTunes. Boom. We're going to pop up. Yep. We're we right will there. Pop up. And we're coming straight at you. <laughs> um, what's 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 the, what, what's happening with you, man? What's going on? Oh man, I don't know. You know, <laughs> came from work. You know, we're doing this. We're doing this thing. Uh, had a couple of shots before drinking. Now, you know, just living, living it up. Um, I, I think for our first show, I, hopefully, people really grasp what we're all about. You know, like uh, sports. Uh, in particular, you went to the Olympics. Am I correct in this? I did go to the Olympics, Michael. Oh, yes, crazy. You did That's crazy. Correctly. How I wouldn't have really known you being my brother and all. I just guessed that you probably went to the Olympics. You have been probably like looking at my Twitter feed or Instagram. Then it was something like that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't really talk to you that much. But um, Juan, we're gonna do this right. Getting getting right into it. Oh, you're gonna get me right. Okay, I want to get you right into the Olympics. Oh, okay, do it. Do it. Do Even it though the me. Olympics are done, they're never really done. Oh, Jesus. 
Ah, man. That was not it. That wasn't it. So the fucking blaring 8-bit <laughs> synthesized techno in my ear hole wasn't what you wanted to do to me. Oh, well, we'll cut you that must out. be really good at sex. I'm guessing <laughs> you're like, oh, baby, I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to do to you. Yeah. Wait, hold up. I thought that was your ear hole. <laughs> so, um, yeah. What were what were you planning? Oh, no, I was, I was getting I was getting us into the Olympics. Oh, OK. <laughs> hold on. I'm psyched now. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Uh, wait. Oh, there we go. It worked. The best producer ever. <laughs> now you feel like you're in the Olympics, right? This is essentially Sochi problems. So yeah, Sochi problems. Hashtag Sochi problems, guys. I'm sure people were already doing that, right? Oh, drink I don't that know if in. people are doing that now. They're not doing that now, but you need to shut up because you drink that in. This is the greatest theme song. I don't know if this is the greatest theme song. The Superman theme song, great. Huh? Just bring it down a little bit. This is the second greatest theme song behind the Superman theme song. You you ruined. First of all, you came in with that (laughs) shitty eight bit, like, nerd rave kind of stuff. I don't don't know what you're. I don't know how this newfangled Apple MacBook works. And you ruined. And yes, see the thing is, we're (laughs) we're nerds, and we're nerds about everything. Because I'm a well, we're huge, competitive about everything. We're competitive about everything, but I'm a I'm a huge nerd when it comes to really random sports type things like curling or the Summer Olympics, things like that. And NBC's theme song, I just get up for it because I know it's, it's two powerful. weeks. Yeah, two weeks of nonstop random stupid sports that you don't. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about short track anymore. But for two weeks, that was the number that one was thing. It. That's, that's all, all I wanted to do. That's all I ever just thought about. I I would go and think about things, and it would be <laughs> short track. A lot of times, it would just be I'd sit at a park bench and be like, "Fuck, man, short track really it's changing my life right now." Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. But yes, please, you ruined the NBC theme song for me. That's basically all I wanted to say. Oh well, anyway, so you went to the Olympics, right? Oh yes. I did. I did go to the Olympics. Um, I was fortunate enough to tag along uh, with my wife, who was there, uh, courtesy of NBC. So it was a fucking ball, man. It was awesome. You did have a ball. I remember you told me that. Yeah, I did. Well, let's relive, was, let's relive the whole thing. And I love that we're like a week later. People are already excited about World Cup and like yeah. fucking the 2016 Summer <laughs> Olympics. But we're going to cover this now. Yeah, we're doing it now. Yeah, you yeah, we'll wait. Two, that's what this show's all about. We'll, we'll wait two weeks before we actually really hit something hard. That's the Zaldivar way, really, actually. Yeah. Um, wait for our Oscars coverage in four weeks from now. Oh, we'll tell you who we hot. think are going to win. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, here's the thing that I like, though. I don't think a lot of people have uh, first-person perspectives on the Olympics. They they always watch it on TV. And now you have, you know, your own perspective, your own experience. I'm sure everyone's had different experiences. Obviously, they're always in different countries, places, whatever. Um, but for you, you said you really enjoyed it. You felt safe. Does that... I did. And actually, uh, just... About that Olympic experience saying we've been watching Olympics obviously our whole lives. It's like a big thing in our house and it's, you know, two weeks wall to wall. It's always on your TV. And they always talk about um, just the Olympic atmosphere and people are cheering for the host country and everyone's always nice and stuff like that. And you always see it on TV and you're like, oh, you know, I'll bet you it's that way. It really is that way. Everyone was cheering for Russia. Everyone was really happy. Was there a lot of U.S. fans there? 
I was fortunate enough to go to the USA-Russia hockey game, and that's where all the American fans were. Um, so there was a number of them, but we were far outnumbered by Russian fans. Um, but everyone was so happy. Everyone was there. Um, I felt safe. We definitely had to go through security um, just to get into the Olympic Village. Uh-huh. And getting into security um, was a treat in of, in of itself because – you go through and you have Russian security guards who are adamant of how to do things. So it's kind of like going through airport security right. times 10. Okay. But then it's also if TSA groped you every time. And I'm awesome. talking about groped you because I like, <laughs> I, like we already established, I'm Pablo Sandoval on a bad day. So I'm I'm rocking some moves here. Okay. Well, so they felt that you know. up and I was like, fine, they're filling those up. Yeah. But he lingered a little bit. Yeah. My guy lingered well, a number of times. At least you have like now that story of I have a I've you know, you have a Russian guy filling you up. Like I've never had that story, but No, yeah, it's not a story that I thought I was ever gonna be able to I didn't th- think that I was gonna get to second base with a Russian TSA kind of guy. Yeah. But I have. I've gone to second base. Like, he <laughs> felt me up for more than... It was more than three seconds. It was less than five. Okay. But it was definitely... It got to the almost uncomfortable stage where you didn't know if he was checking for things or just kind of, like, hanging out, you know? Yeah. Just, like, seeing what's up, you know? Seeing what was up with me. All right. Well, here, here's here's my thing. Like, uh, I've been to, like, Coachella and some some of these other concerts and stuff, and sometimes they'll they'll, they'll pat you down. They'll, they'll go the inner thigh. Did, did this guy go all the way up? That was my next point. Is after he goes, he goes to the chest, and he was a gentleman because you go to the chest first. You know, oh, you don't okay. get presumptuous and no, go to the yeah, groin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he goes to the chest first. Uh, he's there, and you know, number of seconds, and I get a little uncomfortable. But then I'm like, you know, what? But in he made Russia, you feel comfortable. He made me feel comfortable. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the guy behind me was like brushing my hair, or whatever, whatever. That's, That's another nice. story. Yeah, yeah. But then yes, he does go to the groin. He pats you down the legs. Okay. And then he goes up. And he does. He, he he knows how to work a man's body. All right. So well, then, he he has his own male body, and he's like, oh, these are my pleasure areas. So I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is hot shit. I never thought the Olympics would be this fucking hot. But nor but did I. Going. Nor did I. I was like keep watching going. it live. I never thought like, oh, watching it live would be fucking intrusive. <laughs> but um, and he does get to the groin area, and he checks. It's fine. And this happened every single time. And this was like four or five times that we went to the Olympic Village and this happened. One time, he touched my testicles. A he did. Little, no, like yeah, he no, no, no. He grazed them or he just like – Oh, broke. no, he grazed them. He didn't like actually like grab them. But oh, he like okay. he brushed them. He was just like – he was hinting at like he was interested. Yeah, it was yeah. Like a, it was like a yes, no, maybe type of note like in class. It was like planet Earth. Um, <laughs> it was very kind of biological. Like if somebody was watching, they're like, oh, that guy is presenting over there. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. sniffing him out. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly it's, accepting. Okay, okay, I like that. And so he did. He like he touched me, but it, you're you're scared. And you're in Russia. <laughs> he touched you. He totally touched me. And okay. it was. I I got went back to like when I was like. Five. And you're how old again? <laughs> I'm 34 years old. Okay, okay, okay. But I I instantly went back to when I was like seven years old, and people told you, "Hey, if anyone touches you there, that's a bad touch." Yeah. I instantly thought of that. I'm really? 34 <laughs> fucking years old, and I was like, "That's a bad touch." What happened there was bad touch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who am I going to tell? I'm in <laughs> Russia. If I argue, I'm a, I'm afraid I'm going to go to the gulag. I'm like. Just, you know what? Yeah, you got to deal with it sometimes. But so I was thinking, I was like, how far would I have taken this? Like, how far would I have let it go? 
before I was like, all right, I need to yeah. fucking. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna tell yeah. other authorities. Like I'm gonna call in the police. Like what? It, like what would you do if he was like, if he was like touching you like over the pants and everything? But then he like he like undid your belt. Like <laughs> no, just like hear me out. <laughs> let's go. Let's go through this. Like what would you like? So we want to go much? step by step. Okay, what's, yeah, what's too, much? too much? Like if he undid your belt. So this is a new game we're playing. Yeah, what's Russian too much? security guard at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. What's too much? Um, <laughs> so he he definitely fondled my my breasticles, and then okay. he definitely touched me down there. Um, and it was just a brush. Okay. But then had he and I, what, what was what was Missy doing? Oh, she was wife? gone. See, you go to different lines. My wife had already gone through. I'm stuck behind. I and you always have in the back of your head that if you even for an instant or like say anything bad that you're going to be thrown into the the clink. You know that's not going to happen, but it's in the back of your head. So he touches me. So I guess if like oh God, so so let's say, so he touches me, and then if he unbuckles my belt, but then he unbuckles your belt and like kind of like rubs his hand, like he goes. Okay, down so there. now now I would be like. Okay, at this point, I would be looking around. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, I got to check behind your belt," but like, he's like, "Oh, I got to go under the pants a little bit just to check your waist area." Like, what if he was rubbing? So his... First of all, he's really good at English at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. If he's explaining this to me, no, if he's explaining, yeah. <laughs> okay, so actually, it's scary to think of this because if he unbuckled my belt and then was screaming at me in Russian about how he has to check me down there, yeah, it would sound, look, and feel a lot. To- it would feel, yeah. I would be looking for the whistle. I would just be like, where's my whistle? Why did my wife not give me a whistle coming through security? Where's her whistle? Okay, so basically the line I'm guessing is a belt unbuckling. Okay. Which scares me because that means I would let the security guard do anything he wanted. Over the pants. Over the pants, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we're going eighth grade yeah. kind of date. I hear that. Anything over the pants. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that, that was your Olympics experience. <laughs> that, was, that was a nice experience. Here's my thing. A lot of a lot of newspapers, a lot of uh, people think that it was so safe that it lost some of the magic. But it sounds like you you grabbed some of that magic there in line at the uh, the Russian <laughs> USA hockey game. That guy was like a yeah. He was so magical. He was a Mickey Mouse Disneyland like package of magic. It was. Beautiful. Did you find Did you find that the other tourists, even if they weren't from Russia, that everyone was having fun? Oh yeah. See, that's the thing is. You know, we was talked it, about this before we went. Was it too tight of a security? No, not at all. Actually, uh, and we talked about this before we went over, that there was the terrorist threat, and we actually thought about not going because, you know, you're scared of this and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. But then we got there, and I felt more safe than I was anytime I've gone to Disneyland or when I've gone to New York or well, being in downtown LA Disneyland, or, yeah, I mean, shit, man. Take your rape whistles to, to Disneyland. Um, no, you felt safe everywhere, and it wasn't... You go through security, and it really does. They fondle you for a little bit. You go through; it's five minutes. It's fine. You're in, but once you're in there, you're in this safe zone. Everyone there that's credentialed has had background checks. Right. You've gone through security. You're. It's. I'm not going to say it's the most the safest place in the world, but it's the most. You feel look, fine. You feel fine, but you're not fun. wearing like a like a crazy wallet contraption where you don't feel safe about. No, your yeah. wallet and you your don't have the equivalent of a life alert or anything like that. No. And you feel so fine and it's fun and people are there and people are rooting for each other. And the, you root for Russia because of the host country. And then even when Russia doesn't win, they cheer for you. And it's right. just like it's so it's sappy and cliche, but it's it's so fun because 
I never thought because you go, we've gone to Dodger games and right, right, Giants right. fans and there's brawls outside. Yeah, and we came out of the Russia USA game and Russia fans were like upset, but they were cool with yeah, losing. Like, oh, that was a good game. Exactly. Yeah. And it, that's how sports should be, and that's it's really sappy to say, and it's they're also really, probably really scared to do anything, of course, because you're there. <laughs> and yeah, if you raise even a little bit of a stink, yeah. it's all over. So um, what? What uh, name the events that you went to? Oh God, we went to uh, Short Track, um, which was which I think about, which often. is uh, yeah, at the picnic bench, yeah. uh, which is awesome. Uh, I need to get my fix of short track here in the states. It's amazing because people eat shit. It's all based on luck. Right. You could be the best uh, short track skater in the world, but one little tiny like clip of the skate and you're done. Right. Your race. Those is are over. like the long skates, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's like perfect. super sharp, super sharp, perfect for drinking games because you just pick out your horse and that ah, horse can go like down that. in a second and the races are over quickly. Yeah. Um, we went Should I wear like a big hat? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like a cowboy hat. No, like a like a big uh, Santa Anita racetrack hat. Oh, like a uh, <laughs> forgetting the name. I of should it, but do yeah. that. I should just like dress up like a uh, like a like a straight up uh, <laughs> southern damsel and just go to a, a short track race and just be like and make it a spectacle. Yeah, just make it a spectacle. You know, just make have it your fun. own. Yeah, have some mint juleps. <laughs> uh, we also went to. Um, Speed skating, we went to the hockey, um, we went to uh, alpine, we went to half pipe, we went to a gank of stuff. We also went to figure skating, which was awesome. And you, um, before we get to figure skating, because I know we're both pretty passionate about figure skating, um, you went to the uh, um, snowboarding, and you saw Sean White. Did you see that? I run? did, Sean. I did see Sean White. <laughs> you did, Sean White. <laughs> That's <laughs> another Jesus. story. You had some crazy, crazy yeah, Russian we're gonna keep stories. That, we're going to keep that one in the back pocket <laughs> oh, there. Man, yeah. No wonder he lost. Anyway. <laughs> no, I did see Sean White run. I did see that. Uh, very disappointed. And actually, we got there. It was the first night they were going to see it, and we heard that they might cancel Half Pipe, so we were kind of disappointed. Um, and just like the athletes, I'm sure, would were... Um, because it was slushy, and when we right. got there, you could tell it was slushy because they were just eating shit. A lot, like half of the people didn't even finish, um, so the half pipe, the conditions were not ideal. Right. Um, and Sean White did not look like his, his classic self, obviously. Yeah, but it was still awesome. Like half pipe is amazing to watch live, and it's the 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 half pipe is much steeper than what you think it is. Yeah, cuz I, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but I know that I thought even before we got there that the half pipe at the Olympics or anywhere is steep or it's tilted. But it's so much steeper than you think it is. When you watch it live, you just have this just newfound respect for what they do because you know it's steep for them to get momentum, right. but it's like it, it's it's almost at a forty five degree angle. It's just crazy how quickly they could come down if they wanted to, yeah. but that they keep themselves upright and they're able to do these tricks, especially on that incline. It's just amazing. Like half pipe is, I have just the utmost respect for all the people that do that because I was just like it was it was crazy, um, but it was it was a great show. I wish uh, Sean White would have done better, but um, I guess he was injured. Yeah, he sat on the pipe. USA didn't do very well, I believe. Well, 
we came in second to the Russians. See, that's the thing. I was there, and it was crazy because we're there, and we don't see a lot of the, the TV coverage. So we're there about a week. So we were there the first week. So you didn't know the medal count or anything? We knew kind of the medal count, but everywhere we went, just by chance, the speed skating. We saw Shawnee Davis's first couple skates, and we know what happened there. Um, we saw just the number of things that anytime the U.S. was doing something, we saw women's curling. So it was just it was it, we nice. thought USA was just getting dominated, yeah, left and right. We kind of were. I think we kind of were, but few, few days. It's Norway's. It's net. It's the Netherlands. It's 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 their it's their show. It's not our show. We'll wait for the summer. But hey, we came in second in medal count, if I'm not mistaken. We did, we did. But uh, I think I believe we we dominated Vancouver. So. I don't want to throw out, you know, you want to draw other yeah. past Olympics, but do it. We should have had a Vancouver type thing, but I guess we didn't. It's true. You could tell that the Russians were amped up, and they had like Victor on and like other guys that they caught from other countries that wanted to skate. Right, right. Which is just remarkable to me that the South Koreans. I don't know if it's true, but if the South Koreans didn't want Victor on, because he tore up short yeah. skate. Yeah, 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 he was Apollo Ono. Of Russia, he was just amazing. Amazing hair too. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Nice right. tuchus too. <laughs> well, you said all of those short short track speed skaters had uh, had but dunk dunks. They had dunks for days. All of them. Yeah, Crazy each size. one. Great thoroughbreds. Great thoroughbreds. Great yeah. legs. They were like yeah. centaurs out there. We're like, because <laughs> you get there, and I knew that they had huge thighs. They were like the the cyclists uh, during the Summer Olympics. Right. 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 But it was nuts seeing them live. I was like, that's – they have to, like, wax their body to get that that's suit hot. on. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm like, all right. Uh, but the other thing is is you saw figure skating. I want to um, just quickly go into some figure skating stuff. I, I We have a little sound up here. So how excited are you guys to work together in Sochi? Just beyond. We we have this sort of chemistry that cannot be denied. It's it's so much fun going into the booth and working together and, and really teaching America what – figure skating is now and and who's good and why they're good and 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 to have a young fresh perspective is Are you little johnny weir little oh, johnny weir for you dropping you know some weir me. you know i'm a weirdo so <laughs> i fucking love johnny weir tara lipinski could take her or leave she's her good. No, she's a great sidekick she's like okay i would okay. call her the sidekick to johnny weir because johnny weir just brings it she's he brings his it laurel to his hearty kind of thing he's i think is there like can anyone have too much swag? Uh, if if you could, Johnny Weir's the only one that's in danger of such a thing. Right. And this was what I was talking about because you're there and you don't see too much Olympic coverage and you don't see TV. And I, I got nostalgic. I wanted to hear the NBC bumper right. um, and all this other stuff. And then I get back and I saw a lot of interviews with Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski beforehand. And I was like, oh, they're going to be excellent. Mm-hmm. And then I got back and I was like, they are excellent. Yeah. They were amazing. I think they're going to do something with the Oscars, too, I believe. Dope. So watch out for some Johnny Weir, Tara Lipinski. They're going to have their own show. I could tell. I could tell. Dope. Because Johnny Weir, he's the type that, like, he loves to just show off his fashion, you know, genius, I would say. His stylistic genius. Well, they were There's on the no Today Show. There's no really word to describe his genius fashional- fashionably. His sartorial scent, like his sartorial. That's a big word. Excellence. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say fashion. <laughs> <laughs> well, his fashion is one part of it, and he also, and I have another. Just the way he, just his anecdotes and the way he colors things, and it's just it's beautiful. 
But they were on the Today Show, or they were interviewed by the Today Show right. about how much they packed for the Olympics, which was insane. They packed um, eight suitcases. They, they being Johnny Ware and Tara Lipinski? Or yes. Just no, Johnny, Johnny and Tara. And they actually have their own Instagram. So go ahead and follow them at Johnny and Tara. It's awesome. It's just them being fabulous. Yeah. So. If I guess we'll, we'll drop our our <laughs> yeah, Twitters yeah, and yeah. Instagrams later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're dropping Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski's. I want to make sure they get the love. Yeah, they got to get theirs first. Uh, Twenty-two pairs of shoes, Michael. Wait, where, if Wait you're between going, both of them or just one? Does it matter? No, because, it does kind of, but uh, yeah, because <laughs> even if it is, I mean, it is between the both of them. But just two people. How many shoes do you pack when you go on like a two week trip? Mm. Okay, okay. To be fair, they were there like a month. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> two. I mean, we were there. Okay, my wife and I were there a week. It, granted, it was a week, but we were there. We were going to go to Moscow, so we needed boots, and then I had bad knees, so I want to take tennies. Right. And but I we didn't weren't going to go anywhere fashionable, so I didn't need dress shoes. I took two pairs of shoes. Yeah. Boom. They took twenty two pairs of shoes. Well, you never them. know. You never know what occasion. You never know. It's That's be. true. You never know. Twenty five blazers, four fur coats, six pairs of leather pants. Uh, well, and that know, one I'm okay you, with. Actually, yeah, that yeah. one's that one's not bad. That was because you know you, you you might get a mustard stain on one of those, and then yeah, you can't get that out. Yeah, you can't get that out. You got to go with, with the precipitation next pair. in Sochi. Yeah. and yeah. the mountains. You, the yeah, ruins you, the leather. Yep. Yep. Um, and then nine high end purses. Oh, oh, high end purses. Though. Yeah, you got your Which, Dolce's and Gabbana's or whatever. Is that your, is that a high end one? Oh, don't act like you don't. Know. <laughs> your Dolce's. You got your Louboutins. You got your Ferragamos. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if Ferragamo does I purses. Think we've maxed out actually. Yeah, we've maxed we out on the uh, Louis Vuitton. I just is said that, that. Did you? You never. <laughs> um. So yeah, they they pack- Chanel. I, I listen. I'm a I'm a go for days on this coach. Uh, Dooney and Burke. Dooney's? Is that one? That is one. All right, well. I, we've got like four or five. Yeah. yeah. We're good. <laughs> um, so they packed a crap load. Uh, and Johnny Weir came out and he was like, I know it's ridiculous, but part of our job is being awesome and being fabulous and yeah. being fashionable. And I'm here to say, dude, yes. Yeah. yeah. But more than that, though, when I came back, I was, I was watching him, I was listening to him, and I like the old... Uh, commentator and stuff like that, but I was I was ready to embrace Johnny Weir, yeah, and Tara Lipinski, and they were both awesome. But I have to give it up to Johnny Weir because when he broke down, uh, it was China's, and I'm going to butcher this. It's Zhang Kaixin's, uh, I think her. We call him Johnny. Zhang, <laughs> <laughs> we call him Johnny. No, it was it was uh, Chinese women, right? Zhang Kaixin. Oh. <laughs> Call her Johnny. Yeah. No. Well. Anyway, <laughs> her one of her final performances. Uh, she was one of the the top contenders, and I was watching it live in the morning, and you could tell when she was doing it, it wasn't as it was just methodical. It was plotting. She, right, right, right. And then they they broke over to Johnny, and they were asking him like, "Oh, what was wrong with it?" He was like, "You know what? It's kind of like when you have caviar. You're like, oh, I love caviar. He's like, but when you have it after a month of caviar." You get tired of caviar. But uh, the way he, he puts it, it in words that you can understand. He made me understand it. Yeah, but yeah. It was, like the guy's not used to. He's been a figure skater. He's trained all his life. You're he's not, not used to broadcasting. Exactly. Yeah. And he was able to break it down and actually do it in a colorful manner. And he was 
awesome at it. And that was the point is that I'm glad that I got to be come back and the second week I got to see the Olympics yeah. on TV, which is just as good. If they don't get their own show at least every four years, I am looking forward to some Johnny Weir and Tara Lipinski. Johnny and you can and count on it because they are they should be NBC mainstays. They yeah. should be. Well, I, we didn't even get into ice dancing, but apparently that was like one of the best ice dancings, uh, you know, in in uh, recent memory. Um, oh, the ice dancing was great. The twizzles. There's a lot of twizzles. A lot the twizzle of twizzles. Sticks? Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, so, some Meryl Davis and some some Charlie White. They were awesome. They and I love Charlie on. White's hair. Uh, yeah. The little, little, uh, very almost like 1490s type hairstyle. Very, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like he came over to like introduce himself to, uh, to our new land. Yeah. yeah I was yeah. like, all right, Charlie, what? I'll, I'll listen <laughs> to you. Meryl Davis looking like a character from the Avatar movie. Kind, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Bit. She's got an Avatarian type. She has a very Navi type of look to her. <laughs> Navi. Which is fine. It's Navi. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to really? call it Navi. I don't know. No, it, she has a very na- Navi look to her, which is she fine, does. girl. Work yeah, it. work it. Work with work the you're it. with. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are going to be three more sequels to the uh, Avatar. I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, sweet. Just letting you know that. Okay. That was our Olympic coverage, which was uh, a week late. <laughs> but um, we're going to have a number of stories, um, sports-related, uh, every week that you guys can count on. And then... Coming up next is, of course, the all-important pop culture aspect of things. It could be anything. Yeah. We like to do our segments in, in twos. Two segments. Pop culture encompasses everything, man. Video games, movies, porn. Is that pop culture? That should be. We'll pop talk about it. it. Our favorite pop porn sites. That's going to be a whole other show. That's like a whole hour-long show. Don't go anywhere. The magic of podcast. I uh, just downed a bowl of spaghetti. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, which is you got to really get your carbs. You got a carbo load. Got a carbo load. I'm looking to bulk up. Yeah, uh, which is really in keeping podcast with my will diet. Take, take a lot out of you. Yeah, no, I was really, I was hungry, man. That was. Uh, I don't think I should have finished it that quickly, but uh, now I'm breathing a little hard. So uh, yeah. sorry if I breathe into the mic. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. Take a you want you want the inhaler? No. Should I'm we fine. just bust out the inhaler? <laughs> uh, we were talking about this before, but yeah, we used to have sports induced asthma. <laughs> oh no, meat induced. A- well, well, now yeah, now it's meat. Now it's food induced asthma. Oh yeah. yeah so um, we're a couple of athletes here, and you're back to hot and brothered. Um, Thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll learn something about yourself and about life and um, about hoverboards. And about hoverboards. Yes, that's right. Hoverboards, Michael. Did you hear about this? Did you see this? Did you hear um, about this? I did. You actually showed this to me, so I don't know why you're asking me. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, this is March 4th, Tuesday, so I know it's going to be outdated the second that we put this up. 
But uh, you are breathing. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Calm like, the fuck down. You love hoverboards, don't it's you? The spaghetti with the hoverboards it yeah, just yeah. equals like it's a perfect storm of wheezy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anywho, hover technology. <laughs> it's it's hovertech.com. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with you. Go okay. ahead. It's hovertech. H u v r tech. It hit the internets on Tuesday, March fourth, and didn't really blow. It blew up in a way that people were calling it fake. Yeah, and you saw the videos. It was Tony it, Hawk. Yeah, Tony Hawk, Moby, Moby, Billy Zane, my boy Billy Zane over there, uh, Christopher um, Lloyd, who was in Back to the Future too. He was a bully in there. He was he was a bully. Oh no, he was in. Yeah, he was in two, and uh, I think he was in just one. in two. Was he in one? Uh, he was in one. He was uh, one of the nineteen fifties bullies. We'll uh, we'll IMDb that, but. At a later date. Yeah. No, I'm not doing it now. No, no, no. Fuck that noise. <laughs> yeah. you know Just believe us. Just be- okay, Billy-, Billy Zane was in <laughs> a part of the trilogy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you had Terrell all these- Owens was in there. Terrell Owens, yeah. He's not doing anything. No, he's out he of He doesn't work. have a dating show or anything. Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's not doing shit. Um, so, yeah. He was out there. You know, um, all these stars were, were testing the hoverboard. And when I saw it, I was like- my first instinct, my very first what instinct, was it? What would tell me because I believe in Santa. I was like, "Oh uh-huh. my god, are you fucking serious? This shit's real. This is real." And then my adult side kicked in and was like, "You fucking idiot! This is so not real." The the crazy thing that actually uh, is that hoverboards are unequivocally the coolest thing that we don't already have. It's or it's actually the coolest thing that even if we did have it, it would be the coolest thing. I think everyone in the history of the world, like the hoverboards is where we... That's the pinnacle of humankind. Yeah, yeah. actually okay. in Star Trek where they go into uh, warp speed, that's where right. the Vulcans are like, oh shit, they've actually made it. Uh huh. I don't think so. I think actually the minute that we actually get actual hoverboards is the minute that we see Vulcans come yeah, down. They're Vulcans like, oh, are, oh, they have hoverboard technology. <laughs> yeah, you made okay, it. Okay, so now, now you made it. Exactly. Let's start a federation. So, what? Oh, 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 it's not on. It's not on. It's not on. <laughs> That's my fault. Yeah, you got to put it back up there, sweets. Uh, we're still working out uh, all the kinks here on the uh, audio mixer and everything, but I had I had something going here. With, uh, Stop. Look. I need to bore you. Hoverboard. So, yeah, if you don't recognize that clip, stop listening right now because we're going to talk about hoverboards for a little bit. If you don't automatically get a nostalgic boner. Yeah, just a a regular boner. Yeah, actually, I don't know what a nostalgic boner would be. (laughs) That would be like a a thing, like a boner, that, like a fond memory of a boner? Or would it be a boner so good that you get nostalgic (laughs) when you first got it or something? I don't know what it would be. Oh, yeah, that's, huh. Chicken or the egg type of question. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but hoverboards, uh, real quick, uh, it's March 4th, and the important part that we're telling you the dates and everything is because we found this website, or the internet found this website, right? and it's HoverTech, and that's actually spelled H-U-V-R. Small R. Small R. According to this website. Exactly. Tech.com. And it hit the internet like a storm around March 4th, and we know that by the time we get this up podcast and everything and by the time you hear us this will be debunked or everyone will know the whole full story but basically as it is right now we have hoverboard technology (laughs) yeah basically as it is right now we have hoverboard technology yeah 
But um, this video hit the, the internet with uh, Tony Hawk, uh, Billy Zane was in it, Christopher Moby. Lloyd, Moby was in it, yep. uh, Terrell Owens out of nowhere because he's not doing anything. He's out of work. So uh, it hit the internet and showing them on a hoverboard. And when I first saw it, there was some sketchy aspects of it. So I thought, well, it you be want better. to believe. You want to believe. You want to believe time, immediately. And I told you the first minute I saw that, I was like, okay, I want to believe, but I know it's kind of fake. But then I'm looking, and the internet's not blowing up because you know the first second that we get actual hoverboard technology. Yeah, that it's done. Completely. Internet's internet's blown up. Yeah. They have to reboot. If fucking Ellen DeGeneres can shut down the internet with a selfie with a bunch of people, you know that the hoverboard technology yep. would actually shut down not just Twitter, but yeah. the internets. That would shit would just like – it would sell out and like – Yeah, I don't uh, even care uh, how much. In a New York – 15 seconds i would sell that's not myself. even a saying but that's it, that's how yeah, quickly exactly, it would yeah. sell i would sell myself for that gabe did you know this about hoverboards i just want to use that clip yeah i had the clip up anytime you can <laughs> use that clip obviously and i i hope before i die that's all i care about you know i don't know if we're gonna have kids. I don't know if you know. I don't know what life has for me, but right. All I want in life is actually to be able to say that to somebody who's on water uh-huh. and is on an yeah, actual yeah, hoverboard. Yeah. Yeah. That's my dream in life. That's yeah. all it is. Preferably someone named McFly. Oh my God, that would yeah. be a twofer. If you could find someone named McFly, that's. I'm gonna start befriending awesome. McFly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just, just phone, yellow chance. pages that they're like, oh. who the fuck are you, sir? Anyway, real quick, back to the story. <laughs> So there's this website. It had a uh, couple videos on YouTube. You can go see them now, obviously. And it has all these stars on hoverboards, and it looks fake. Um, not that fake. You could buy into it. But it is fake, and actually... Uh, it's, I mean, it's well done. It's very well done. It's very it's well, well done. done. But the it's thing just, that's crazy, yeah. the thing that's crazy is nobody knew for a full day, or at least it's been a day, nobody still knows what the hell's going on if this is a parody if it's supposed to be a joke if it's a promotion if yeah it's who's like promoting this whole thing still and you go to the know. hovered website and it just looks it looks like a solid website but then you if you wanted to like buy it or pre-order it or whatever you can't do that and so there's an app that doesn't it's not available yet and actually uh, mashables Laura Vito did some digging, so all props in honor go to Laura Vito. Uh, I always give props to her. All props. <laughs> <laughs> then she actually found an online resume for a costume designer uh, posted back in November, I think, of 2013. So uh, already people are doing enough digging that they right. found this. And right, it's a right. costume designer who puts on her resume that uh, she worked on costume design for a commercial for Funnier Dies. So Hunter Die is putting this up. So somehow. that's what the but we don't know what is. they're doing it for. Like, and the video itself isn't funny. No, it's not funny. It's almost like a Jimmy Kimmel. Like, here's it's supposed to be serious, and then a day later they're supposed to be like, "Aha, we got you guys." Right. But there's no sense of that because the internet jumped on this automatically, saying it was fake. Yeah. Here's my thing. Uh, I and I I I strongly believe that this video is fake. But let's say it is real. Let's say, or in like a year, another hoverboard comes out and that's real. Wouldn't that look fake on video anyway? Wouldn't you like watch that and you're like, something's wrong about this. But then you see the technology in front of your eyes and it works. Wouldn't it just look fake? That's true. Yeah. Actually, 
the, the moment that we get it's an defying actual all hoverboard. sorts of laws of physics and stuff. Your eyes don't want to believe it because you've been waiting now, oh, these 20-some-odd years. I want to believe this story, though. Of course want you want to believe it. But the fact that now Billy Zane is plump and chubby in this video, uh, Christopher Lloyd <laughs> didn't have the crazy, wacky hair. Your eyes uh, don't want to believe this. And actually, the one thing that tipped me off was the underside of this hoverboard, and you have to go see it if you haven't seen it, looks like the one in the movie. Yeah, it's like really. It's, yeah, exactly. Because really, if you were going to make exact out, technology, yeah, exactly. And to 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 their credit, Star Trek, uh, they did have the iPads before iPads were a thing. They obviously. did. They did. But hoverboards, you know that once we do have hoverboards, and I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to get hoverboards. It might be a year, yeah, two years. It might be twenty years. Yeah, there's someone focused on that technology. <laughs> As started, they should. Yeah, they started years ago. You know, world hunger, whatever, solve it if you want, I guess. Yeah, um, AIDS, cancer. Whatever, yeah, getting to Mars, too, I'm yeah. fine. I want hoverboards now. No, that's what we need to fucking focus on. Um, and, yeah, when they turned the board over, I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly how it looks in the movie. And I was like, oh, that's exactly how it fucking looks <laughs> in the movie. That would not be how it is. And then their technology, when they explain it, it's like, oh, it's just it's magnets. So Yeah, I I don't know. We'll, we'll see if... Uh, if hoverboards come to fruition, um, hopefully tomorrow we'll get some more, uh, you know, some more articles done on this. Because you know what, if if this was real, you're right. Like, shit would have broken the internet. Like, I would have heard about this. Someone would have texted me by now, been like, "Dude, you got? Have you seen this?" In an instant, what, the minute that you saw a video that was four minutes long, but it actually every single aspect of it looked real. But go look at the video. You know, if you want to go to Mashable or. Um, just Anywhere, type just in go hover, on YouTube. Go to H-U-V-R. That's all you need to do yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. And you get to see it. Cubs win World Series. Against Miami? Yeah, it's something, huh? Who would have thought? Hundreds of one shot. I wish I could go back to the beginning of the season, put some money on the Cubs. Well, I just meant Miami. What did you just say? I said I wish I could go back to the beginning of the season, put, put some, some money on the Cubbies. Yeah. And... Kudos to Back to the Future. They they predicted all of these technologies, and they predicted that Florida would have its own baseball team. That's pretty huge, actually. Yeah. I mean, granted, in here, I believe they're like snakes or something. They're not the Marlins. No, if they were the Marlins, that'd be pretty fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. um, they did predict Jaws 19, which we do have a year to create a good... Uh, 10 or so Jaws yeah, movies. A lot of Jaws uh, movies. But Cubs fans looking up for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got, awesome. You, next year. Next year. T- this 2014 is not your year. You know what's fucked up, though, is the Cubs actually do have... Okay, they have a shitty team, actually, right now. I was about to go into it and be like, oh, right. they have a pretty good team. No, no, no. no. Well, you got Jeff Schmarja. You got some good guys out there. I think young Starling talent. Castro's uh, hurt you, right now. Yeah, but you have Theo Epstein behind the door, you know, behind the scenes uh, working on things. So this year I think it's going to be tough. They're going to be nowhere near what they were this year where they were at the bottom of the barrel with the Astros and all those other teams. I think they're not going to be middle tier, but in two years – I could see them making a run for it, which is actually going to be hilarious because a lot of people are going to be like, oh, shit, Back to the Future. They're supposed to win in 2015. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. In two years, this <laughs> well, year, that next would be year. Tw- 26. Oh, you mean this year. That's like saying, like, I'll see you next Wednesday, but ne- like next the next Wednesday would be tomorrow. <laughs> Don't get me started on that because I fucking hate <laughs> when you actually ask me that because I'm like, no, it is next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Okay, uh, it, whatever. It is, yes. it, is, it is what it is, I guess. Um, but yeah, baseball season's right around the corner. It's here now, actually. It's on the corner. 
It's uh, so you could see it in plain sight if you were looking at the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I, first of all, I think and the NFL is, is covered way too much where it's like it's 365 days a year where you get yeah. NFL coverage. So I'm going to go ahead and say spring training, totally baseball season. Yeah. Yeah. Spring training. Well, here's the thing. We, we are a little biased. Um, we are Los Angeles Dodgers fans. So, you know, that's that's our team. We grew up playing baseball, watching baseball, rooting for the Dodgers. And being in L.A., you don't really have a football team. I know you kind of follow the Rams, um, but that just wasn't that wasn't our forte. Um, The Dodgers was always the the front and center in our household. I remember growing up actually seeing uh, the minute, you know, pitchers and catchers would report. And then a couple like a week later, we would actually get to see Vince Scully or hear Vince Scully. Do some Vero Beach uh, games. And that was the fucking noise. That actually, I always awesome. wish I could have gone to Vero Beach and just Frank McCourt pretty much fucked that up because he didn't. He, he, it was. It's cheaper. nice having it in Arizona. I mean, you know, Arizona being what it is today, but still, it was. It's nice having being driving distance to to spring training. But yeah, we, how often do we go? We went once to spring training. So yeah. my point Shit is, was whatever. hot too. Yeah. So if it's in Vero Beach, we would we would go anyway once uh, every five six years or something like that. So it doesn't matter the distance. My point is that you had this legacy in Vero Beach, and Frank McCord all fucked it up. But that's a subject for another time. Yeah, but we got um now we got Vince Scully for another year. Every year it's always like, is he going to do another year? Is he going to do do another year? Um, you know, we always get great calls like this one. Oh wait, hold on, wait for it. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I'm still figuring this shit out. You're the best. No, it's it's up, man. Oh, there we go. It's right there. Hold on. Oh, here we go. Boom, best call in all of sports. I'm just calling it right here, right now, as I see it. The thing that actually uh, bothers me, and uh, I have colleagues that, that back me up on this, is that Jack this far surpasses Jack's bu- Jack Buck's call. Right. And Jack Buck's call was amazing. It was a great call, a totally yeah. great call. But Vince Scully's call is so beautiful and eloquent and just... Well thought out. Well thought out, and he let the, the crowd breathe, and he let it come in, and... Then after a while, he just that was such a perfect way to wrap up the Dodgers season. Of course, that didn't end the Dodgers season. They went on to win the World Series in a couple games later. But to but that just wrapped everything up just beautifully with a bow. Well, yeah, and 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 seeing it and hearing it at Dodger Stadium and on TV or whatever. The thing is, is I was four years old, so I don't really remember that home run, which sucks for me. But I rem- I mean, I've seen it numerous times. Um, so for me. Hearing Vince Scully, I, I like to try and think, like, was he writing this shit down before the game? Like, was he, like, in a year that was really hard, something amazing <laughs> yeah. happened? He was like, no, 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 that doesn't work. In a year that was kind of okay, <laughs> yeah. shit went down. Like, what, like, how do you just come up with that shit? No, well, just the interviews that I've seen with him and random podcasts and reports and things like that, he... He works hard, even to this day, which is actually remarkable. And I forgot the report or, or the interview that he had uh, last year. But he was discussing his work ethic now, and it's still the same. He reports to the, the field hours before the game, goes over tireless, tirelessly, 
um, the rosters and who's going to play, who might play, their backstories and things of that nature. So when you're seeing it play out, he's just organically delving into it and just diving into it. So I'm sure when that happened and he was letting the crowd breathe, as he does, he's not exactly – he's giving – the, the crowd fan service, right. you know, letting them breathe. But then he's also kind of, my God, reacting to this. As a writer might, he's yeah. doing it. We he's... can do a whole segment on Vince Scully. Of course. Um, one thing I, I know a lot of people, because he's, he's kind of the end-all, be-all right now for, for broadcasters. Anyone, you, you name anyone in the game right now, they're like, Vince Scully is the top guy. And I think what made him the top guy, too, and I think he, uh, he says his uh, style came a lot from the fact that he used to broadcast games, uh, you know, before there was like a TV in every house. So he'd have to like, you know, put on the like people would put on the radio and he'd have to do play by play and really like describe it. So when you're listening to it, you it's vivid in your mind. And then and then TV like TV became in, you know, in color or, or just even in black and white. It was in everyone's household. So they get to see it. So he had to change his style a little bit. So he still has that style of play-by-play and still has that style of, you know, giving you, you know, funny or interesting little um, tidbits about the players. And so that's why he does – that's why he doesn't need a color man or anything. He's just – he does it all his own. So – He's the last of his kind. He Uh, is the last. Because you have – and I hate to – rag on tim mccarver because everyone always does but tim mccarver and it's he's a former player turned broadcaster and vin scully this is his craft but like you said he had to paint a picture but it really works because in the reason i bring tim mccarver up is because tim mccarver essentially tries to do the same thing or used to when he was still working but and try to paint overly, a picture he's overly like it's obvious what yeah he's, yeah um, Vince Scully will tell you what's going on, but in a colorful manner. So it's almost like Dickens or someone where you're just like the characterization of it right. is so beautiful yeah. that it just adds to the experience. So, and we're, and we're completely ball washing Vince. Scully right <laughs> exactly. Because, because we love <laughs> fucking Vin that much. His balls are squeaky <laughs> clean right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we're happy for baseball season to come back, and I think that's uh, something we're going to kind of touch on in uh, future episodes. We can, you know, we love baseball. We'll we'll do our, our due diligence on each team or, you know, whatever, and I think we're going to... Top five baseball movies, maybe? We can definitely do top five baseball movies. Um, I have a little little clip, if you allow me the pleasure. If you could actually get it right this time, that'd no, be we'll awesome. S- let's see if we do it. The sleeves at this level, son. Understood? All right, let's see what you can do. <laughs> nice velocity. Sounded like it. Jesus. How much? 96. Better teach this kid some control before he kills somebody. Boom. Boom, right there. How fast was Charlie Sheen throwing at that time? Uh, they don't sh- – oh, yeah, they do show it. It was 96. No, I'm saying uh, in real life. Oh, in real life, I believe because he did pitch in college, um, he was throwing – I think he topped out, someone said, in at 88, I think. I think that's what you told me before. He was chucking 88 or something like that, which is – even if it's 85, 
dude was able to chuck, and you could tell yeah. the way he throws. Yeah, he, he has he has a nice a delivery. Yeah. He has a nice delivery. Um, so that yeah. would be up there for me. That would be top five for me. Hmm. I don't want to get into it now. There's a whole other. Oh, I thought you meant like you could chuck eighty eight. Have you seen me? <laughs> You don't Listen, know what I my workout regimen is. There was a time where I was be, I was able to chuck eighty eight. I'm going to just say that right now. I'm throwing that out there. You were more the pitcher. I was more just the all around kind of, you know. But I did the one time I remember being clocked. I was at eighty four. So, you know, that's like a that's like an old Greg Greg Maddox, you know, and his. <laughs> Damn no, that's Greg Maddox uh, with a sore elbow. Yeah. He's like, no, yeah. I can give it a go today. No movement, though. There's no movement. I wasn't painting <laughs> anything. Yeah. But still. You weren't painting the corners like yeah, Greg Maddox. Yeah. Okay. Well. But, um, yeah, I mean, god damn it. That's that's a whole nother episode. Like, our top five, top ten, you know, baseball movies. That's Off like, the cuff. Give me. what would you, For me, I have to put, obviously, the natural, Field of Dreams, Major League. League of Their Own, although the ending's bullshit. Oh, the, I like the ending to League of Their Own. Well, because you're a little brother, and it's so stupid. Well, I mean, you know, things happen. That oh, see, now I'm getting kind of mad because <laughs> the, the ending to League of Their Own actually is one of the worst endings in the history of film. I don't think so. But the rest of the movie carries it. It would be in my top ten. Top ten. Okay, I'll go okay. with that. Um, yeah, for me, I don't know. It's it's tough. It's uh, I think it's Field of Dreams, maybe number one, The Natural, then maybe Major League. And maybe Major League Two before Major League, and about fifteen minutes of a love of the game. Uh yeah, yeah. We only like the baseball parts for uh, for love yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah. If you ever watch that, go ahead and just skip past it. And actually, the baseball parts are pretty good. Yeah, the baseball parts are awesome. And Vince Scully's, uh, you know, yeah. calling the game. John C. Riley's in the backstop. Yeah, yeah, he's he's catching. He's part of the battery. Boom. Uh, so you got you know you got all your names there. I just wish it wasn't a love story. I don't care about the love story. I, I like love stories. You know me, but yeah. it was kind of a shitty one. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, you got Kevin Costner and uh, what's her face, uh, Kelly, Kelly Preston, Preston, and yeah. he gets a hand injury. Of a yeah, Bob it's really thing stupid. And, yeah, it's really stupid. Um, so yeah, so you know, these are all things we can touch on, and like a whole show, like Back to the Future. We could talk about time travel, Doctor Who, Star Trek, Star Wars. I mean. Batman versus Superman, you know I fucking love that shit. Um, Doctor Who, yeah, Peter uh, Peter Capaldi is uh, coming up, so we should probably hit that towards the end of the year when that happens. So um, excited about that! But yeah, no, this was just a taste of what we're going to cover in the second segment. Is a lot of pop culture type stuff. Yeah, yeah. You, so. so, you know, thank you for um, for coming, uh, <laughs> listening to our show, and. Um, Hopefully you come back for more. Uh, you know, we're, I think we're going to, next next time around, we're going to probably go into maybe just one or two topics and, and really break them down and, uh, you know, kind of do our due diligence on it. Thank you guys for uh, listening. We love you all. Thanks, guys. Especially you, Mom, listening. I hope she's not listening. Yeah, I know. That was an awkward beginning. Love you. Elevate organically Life begins when the record spins and ends Blended into the next with scratches RJ constructs the canvas I find the color that matches Outline the rhyme and increase the content Blueprint the piece that completes the concept Sequence the song steps to
letters. A lesson to beginners that tends to pale in comparison. You're not ill, and if you are, my notepad's full of medicine. Plus, my freestyle is exceterin. Take two rounds and call me back with a new style and show me you're prepared for the final frontier. We're here. We're here.